get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 228 of the What Up, Though? Podcast. Yes, sir. Living out day my, late. A day, a day late. Uh, I, forget, I, I don't know why. I, I totally forgot about that part. <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot about that part. Uh, so what were you watching yesterday? Uh, UFC Fight Night. So they do a Wednesday night now? Oh, that was just no, a they, they, Well, it was a – yeah, it was um, – so, you know, with sports being on break for, for you know, the past couple months, um, UFC was focused on trying to come back uh, quickly. And they, uh, Florida um, opened up to allow that kind of shit. So um, in order to kind of like start to recoup some of the money they lost by not having events for all that time, they decided to have a pay-per-view on Saturday, uh, a regular fight night, yesterday and then another fight night again on saturday so three events in a in a one week span and they're all in uh jacksonville florida oh so, okay special okay. occasion uh not oh. normally on a wednesday but special occasion and i was very pleased um i was pleased to have you know have a fight card on you know so soon after a pay-per-view but even better was like the car was fucking amazing like it was like on paper you look at it and you're like eh whatever but like damn near every fight was good it was like i think it was like 10 fights and i'd say probably like eight of them were like really good i was like man it was I had a good ass night watching <laughs> watching those fights last night so um yeah good time and now it's thursday night um i have you know friday tomorrow friday off work as well i had i was off work today and um yeah, then I got another then then they run it back again on Saturday with another event. So uh good times. Oh, okay. That's what's up. Um, I don't even know what the fuck I did last night. I think I was just fucking around on I think I was just fucking around on the internet. I didn't even think I watched any. I you know I did watch a little of the show The Hunter <laughs> or Hunter with uh on uh Amazon. But um The Al Pacino joint. Al Pacino. So I've been it's trying to Al Pacino really, in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I've been trying to watch that. That's been a little dry, but it's it's coming it's coming back. You know, it's kind of you know it's getting getting more interesting. Um, so I watched a little of that, and uh, that was kind of kind of it. I was fucking around on the internet. I was so I was uh I had man I don't know if you've seen it. I tagged you in it, but you may or may have seen it. But I did a a uh, curbside list of all the places for the cigar group. Of all of the places that oh, yeah, are yeah, I saw it. doing, so because I, I was laughing at uh at Tony because it's in, so it seemed like every post that he did, everybody kept asking, "Y'all open? What time y'all open? Y'all open?" And then I just messaged him like, <laughs> "Hey, what time y'all open?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, and you no, know, he was actually <laughs> doing curbside. So it was like every every fucking comment, "Y'all doing curbside? Y'all doing curbside? Y'all doing curbside?" So I was like, you know what? Let me see. If there anybody else has a list like this, I mean, it didn't take long, but it's only like five or six, you know, places that's really doing it and shit. So I messed around online doing that for a while, just getting the, the uh, 
time and uh, phone numbers and all that shit. I was just fucking around on the internet. I was actually thinking about it too. Uh, I was going to swing by by there uh, at some point uh, to check it out. So, so are they only doing curbside, or they are let are they letting people in? Uh, they're only they're only doing curbside. Okay. Uh, they what they do is they you got to call in call in the order, um, and then they come they come to the uh, they come out with your order. They come out with a, a iPad or whatever. They do the the transaction and shit. Um, hmm. At the uh, at your car. Yeah, interesting. Um, <laughs> I, do they? I wonder if they wear gloves or anything like that. Because yeah, I mean, so they're wearing masks and gloves and all that shit. So they tell people okay. to stay in their cars, and uh, they uh, they call to do they. So for at least what, what Tony was telling me, they at least at Jr. I don't know how the other other places doing it, but they call, place they order. Soon as they uh they get there, they call them, let them know or some shit. And so they come out to their car, take their car, you know, do the swiping and shit, and handing them, handing their shit, or put, or put it in the car. Um. Mm-hmm. So, but he said they got gloves on and mask and all that shit, and no one can come in the store. So, okay. Interesting. It's yeah. been interesting to see how different places handle this, like the ones that are still operating, like uh most of the restaurants around here, like around Detroit they are doing the same thing. Like you place your order ahead of time. And then when you get there, you call again and they bring it out. They do the transaction, yada, yada. Um, Crab House, the place I've been going to um, fairly routinely at this point, um, they have somebody who just kind of like stays outside for the most part or is like in and out a lot. So it's kind of like you just pull up and somebody comes out. But the problem is it's so banging there that like you might, (laughs) when you pull up, you might be pretty far from the fucking door but um yeah they do that uh when i went to i went to bread basket earlier today and um they had theirs where like you can order online and then when you get there you pick up they have a drive-through window and you pick up at the drive-through window so yeah different places got different shit so that's cool. good so i went to so mother's day i went to uh was picking up some food for wife she wanted some olive garden nothing crazy nothing special we like cool you know we can pick that up you know, um, so I went to my mom's to uh, drop off her gifts and stuff. And so then I was placing an order and um, the site kept timing out and shit, which should have been my fucking uh, notice to not fuck with them. <laughs> so the one the one near me kept timing out. And then I'm like, well, I go to that was in Dearborn. I'm like, maybe I, I just go to one of Livonia and just because they had a time slot. Uh, Man, that shit took forever. And it was a thousand motherfuckers at that place, dog. Like, the parking lot was full. And this is all for to-go orders, dog. Like, <laughs> yeah, I saw, I, I saw your drone video. Dog, that shit was crazy, dog. Um, it took way longer than it should have. But I guess, I guess my thing is, set greed aside, if you get to a point where you know you're not going to fulfill orders, stop taking fucking orders. Like no one's gonna yeah. be up that no one's gonna be that fucking upset if you try to order no, online. No one's gonna be that fucking upset. You try to order online and they say, you know, no more orders are being taken right now. So they're gonna be like, okay, and they might be be pissed or something, but they they just gonna go on to the next restaurant they wanna do. 
but you just keep fucking fulfilling orders right. and you know you can't fill them and shit. Shit was stupid as fuck. Yeah, man. that 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 greed is getting a lot of places in trouble now. And I got I I I, I hesitate a little bit to call it greed just because they they're probably trying to recoup losses. And so they're just like, okay, yeah. let's just take as much as we can now that we, you know, now that we're actually getting some orders. But right. pl- a lot of places are doing that and it, it's, it's backfiring. Cause like I've had some really shitty experiences the past two weeks and it's because of shit like that. Like places opening up, taking way more orders than they can handle. And then now folks are showing up waiting 45 minutes, an hour. Like it's, it's nuts. Like I had, I had a couple situations I could tell you about. So one, um, one issue, one, another, another issue they're having, you know, just as a side note, aside from just not being able to accurately keep track of how many orders they have, but like they, some places are like changing up their hours, but then they don't say anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like you might show up at a different time and then see that the hours are different. So like the, you Google it, it'll have the regular place hours. And sometimes you have a place that will tell you like, okay, the, their hours are different now because of the, you know, the coronavirus. So the hours are this. So some places, since some places have that and some places don't, if I'm looking up a place and I don't see that, then I figured that they didn't change their hours. So right. then you might call or you go up there and now the hours are different. So like I had one situation where um, I wanted to get my wife a different crab place for Mother's Day. And I kept calling up there and they weren't picking up the phone. They just weren't picking up, weren't picking up, weren't picking up. And I'm looking at the fucking, uh, you know, Google it and shit. I'm like, they open. I don't know. They're open for a few more hours. Like it was something like, cause we're talking about Sunday, right? So it was Sunday. Um, something like the hours were until seven o'clock, something like that. And I'm calling it like five. So I'm like, no, they should be fucking open. Man, I go up there. Dog. They have, uh, they're only open on Thursday, Friday and Saturday now because of the fucking pandemic. And I'm like, fuck, okay, so that wasted my fucking time. So then I find another crab place. I'm like, let me try this place out. And uh, I tried to order online and call, and the online thing wasn't working. Uh, They weren't picking up the phone. It was like the call would immediately drop as soon as it connected. And that place wasn't too far from where I was at at the time. So I was like, I'm just going to go up there and see what's popping. I go up there. I didn't even bother going up to the actual place. Like I could see the line from... I, from the other side it was like part of a, like a strip mall with a big ass parking lot i could see the line from the other side of the parking lot like the line of people outside waiting to pick up food i'm like man this wow. is crazy so i'm like you know what i was like you know what let me just call her see what she wants, and i'll just get that like fuck it like my plans are ruined fuck it so she was like let's get five guys i haven't had five guys in a minute like you know uh you know what i like from there you could just order it online i'm like cool I go on the Five Guys app. There's a um, there's a Five Guys real close to where I'm at at the time, so I'm like, cool. So I place the order. Um, it's it says you know the pickup time like 15 minutes later or some shit. So um, I leave, and then the app says when you get there to call them and they'll bring the food outside. So the curbside mm-hmm. shit. So right. I'm like, cool. So I get up there and I got up there maybe like two or three minutes before the scheduled pickup time. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll call. And, you know, if it's not ready and, you know, whatever the schedule pickup time is, cool. I'll just wait in the car, you know, chill out till whenever it's ready. No big deal. So I call and they're like, all right, uh, you can come in. So I'm like, okay. So I, I had my mask in the car. So I throw my mask on. I go inside. And long story short, I'm waiting inside for 45 minutes. 
why the fuck they even tell you to come in if you got to wait 40 minutes? I thought coming in is so you could get the order and leave. That was one of several questions that I had at that time. Because I'm like, one, why the fuck did I even... What's the point of ordering online if your shit isn't even started to be made until well after you arrive? Like, it, it, I, it hadn't even been started to be cooked by the time I arrived. Why would, you, why would they want to invite fuck shit? Like, you're inviting people to talk shit. If you're gonna let make them come in the building and their shit isn't even ready. Anyway, yeah, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, you're right. And and so I'm waiting there all this time. Um, I get my shit finally and I dip out. I get home and they fucked up my burger. Like, are you serious? Man, so I, I went on their website, found this reminds me I need to follow up with them because that was Sunday and I have not heard back from them yet. And I was like, you know what? I'm sick of this shit. Like, I'm sick of fucking around with y'all because I had the same problem at a different Five Guys location where I got, like, a bacon cheeseburger and then I had other shit that I put on it. And now the last two times at two different locations, they, they left off the bacon. It's a bacon fucking cheeseburger. You can't leave off bacon. You can't leave off cheese. You can't leave off burger. All three of those things are right there in the name. If I add on 10 things and you forget one, then maybe I'm inclined to be like, well, I did have a lot of shit on that motherfucker. But it's the bacon cheeseburger. Like, it's in the name. You can't Don't leave, leave off the fucking bacon. You can't leave the namesake of the, per- of the, of the item off the item. Right. And it, <laughs> I also had jalapenos on there. They ain't, they ain't put those on either. So I, I wrote a, uh, I went on the website, uh, went on the website and had like, they had a, um, you know, a contact feedback thing. And I told them, I was like, you know what? I've had enough of this shit. Y'all left the bacon off the bacon cheeseburger. It's in the fucking name. You left off the jalapenos. It's the second time I've gone to Five Guys and they fucked the bacon up. I want a full fucking refund. I want all my money back. I don't want the cost of the, what the bacon would have cost. I don't want what the jalapenos would have cost. I don't want $2. I won't want $3. I was in there for 45 minutes and you still fucked up my order. I want every fucking penny back. And that is what I said. The, I'm not more turned up right now. That I, that's literally what I said. <laughs> you know what? So, it's like I've, I've toyed with the idea of wondering, should I get a refund for this extra dollar or so I spent versus a full refund? But the problem is the experience is gone. You're not getting what you fucking ordered. So me getting a fucking dollar back <laughs> doesn't fucking make me happy when the whole fucking order is fucked up. Right. And then like, I was already mad as fuck having been in there all that time. So to get home and, you know, and also, obviously I had to drive home from the place and there's no five guys right by me. Well, maybe there is, and I don't know it, but I wasn't at a five guys that was right by me. I was one in Southfield. So I, got, I had to drive all the way home too. So I was in there for 45 minutes. I drive home, I get home, you know, 10, 15 minutes later and see that my order is fucked up. Like, so like I almost, I almost, fucking threw a burger across the room. I was so fucking mad, dog. Like, man, I ate that shit. I ate it. I ate it. I ate it. I've never eaten something so angrily. <laughs> like, like, this is still a good burger, but I'm mad as fuck right now. Dog. Uh, that's man. crazy, man. I I remember being at Coney one time and seeing a nigga get mad because they, I think they put pickles on his burger and he didn't want it and he threw it against the fucking uh, plexiglass and the fucking sandwich flew everywhere. Like, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't get it then, but I fucking get it now. Oh, man. 
Yeah, I I I struggle with that. Like, okay, y'all didn't like I ordered. I had something from somewhere. And they supposed to give me some some extra sauce, and they didn't. And I'm just like, what are you gonna give? Like when I when I can call and complain, say, like, hey, y'all supposed to put my extra sauce, which is probably like seventy five cent or a dollar. What are you? Are you just gonna credit me a fucking dollar? Because now the meal ain't what I wanted. So mm-hmm. granted, I've I I've, I've gotten eighty ninety five percent of the meal. You didn't give me the extra I wanted to make this the way I wanted it. So now I got to deal with how you want to give me your food. Uh, yeah, I, I I struggle with that shit. Dog. I really do. Yeah, and it is it for me. It it wasn't just the fact that the bacon was left off or that the jalapeno was left off. It was like the whole experience because it's like if it was just that, if it was a normal experience, I place an order online, I walk in there. They're like, yo, I'm here. And they go, here's your shit. And I dip out and I see the bacon is missing. Because that's what happened the first time. I was like, man, fuck. All right, whatever. Completely rolls off my back. But now that's the second time they fucked up the bacon. And I had to wait 45 minutes, 15 minutes after I already ordered it. So I ordered five guys. Don't get to eat it for an hour and 15 minutes later. And then it's wrong again. So like, <laughs> so right. now it's time for me to turn up. So yeah, your, your, your man in the Coney Island, dog, that nigga might've had some previous pickle trauma, dog. Like, hey, I'm tired of you I, niggas I, always putting I pickles on my shit. <laughs> I, I get it, man. You know, I, yeah. And like I say, I don't know. And I agree with you uh, when I was talking about earlier as far as, I don't know if I would call it greed. I definitely, you know, see the point of places trying to catch up. They haven't been, you know, places haven't been open and shit. But I'm like, for the sake of customer service, customer service and saving face with potential customers, stop fucking taking orders. Like when I got there, I got there for a 4:30 pickup. These motherfuckers still had people who hadn't had their food picked up from the two o'clock or uh, the two o'clock time slot. So I'm like, why are y'all taking more orders? You need to stop because you're still two hours behind from other people and shit. You know, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, so. Yeah, and you remember, that's the same thing that happened with me when I went to La Culture for uh, Valentine's uh, Day. Yeah. And that, yeah. you remember, that's what I was saying. I was like, they clearly they clearly bit off more than they could chew. That's clearly what happened here. And then I saw people were complaining they did the same thing for Mother's Day. So like, now, was Mother's Day? So a di- not I'm only did they bite off more than they could chew a, again, but they I'm didn't assuming, learn a lesson. I'm assuming Mother's Day wasn't a dining; they were just picking up from that shit, and they still. No, was yeah, yeah, up? yeah, yeah. It was just, yep. Wow. Wow. Sidebar, uh, real quick. I feel like that that Tubo Hoya and Tanya you're smoking is not an American release. I finally oh, okay. found it. But I found the picture, and when I clicked on it, it was a foreign fucking site. So I'm very interested in finding that cigar, but that's neither here or there. Back to that shit. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I started searching, and then the only thing, because I'm assuming it's a black tubo? Yep. Okay. Because the one I see on there is it's a Robusto Grande. I don't know if that's the one you have. It's, it, okay. It'd be white letters at the bottom. Yeah, probably. Um. But yeah, so I w- I've been searching that because I'm like, that's one of my favorite of the tube, the bottom of the tube. Uh, maybe, maybe. Oh, okay, I don't have the tube with me. Oh, okay, okay, never mind. Yeah, um, but being that that's one of my favorite fucking sticks, I uh, <clears throat> I'm like, how do I miss them having a fucking t- tubo? Just anyway, but yeah, so yeah, the whole food thing is just that. That was just like, wow, you 
you, why would you want to keep taking fucking orders when it's just, the shit's just, you know, uh, you're not going to be a fulfilled as shit. And the thing is, they don't, they don't process the order until you actually get your food. So many people, you could really just cancel your shit because it's not like they got your money or anything. They don't, they don't process it. T- like when I was leaving, I seen the, uh, um, the post come across my PayPal. So I was like in the car getting on the freeway. So it's like, they don't post the, the, the charge, but it's still like, dog, why y'all? And the lady was like, yeah, we just didn't anticipate all of this. Like nobody, people just don't, people want to fucking eat out. I mean, shit, if they got some place they could depend on that, they know it could be pretty safe and they've been there. They're going to probably try to order this shit. And, and y'all still taking orders. Y'all, y'all ain't served the people mm-hmm. two hours ago. Like what the fuck? And then I seen you show me you, you I seen your post with, uh, about La Culture and their uh, the uh, people one of the people that work there or run it post about their workers and shit. I'm like, boy, that is a terrible look. Terrible. Man. <laughs> like, Man, they are destined to fail. <laughs> like you can't you you telling your worker you calling your workers names and shit for not coming in if they don't want to come in. And rather collect unemployment or whatever the fuck, however the fuck it was worded, Bruh, You can't compete with an extra six hundred a week, so you just need to just grin and bear it and be happy that you got motherfuckers that want to work during these times in a fucking facility. That I'm assuming you ain't paying them nothing near that, so you can't compete anyway. So you got people who are risking their lives to work at your fucking establishment, and the people that don't want to come in, you want to you know bitch at them and shit, like. That's that's crazy. Yeah, and, and I bet that they probably, as much as they charge for their food and as much as people apparently are are demanding it more than they can provide it, they probably could afford to pay their staff, um, you know, something that's comparable, if not more, well, than was- um, what they're getting on unemployment. But they'd rather not do that and then drag them online. <laughs> Well, that was my thing. I was, I was talking, I can't remember who I was talking to, but I was wondering, like, now that you got rest places that have been restaurant based and they're transitioning to basically takeouts, I'm assuming for a lot of places, like, are these people wages changing to like a regular employee versus like a waiter that, a waitress, a waiter that makes, oh, yeah. So that's so much less because they're dependent on tips. Right. So it's like, oh, do they yeah, switch over, you know, saying to like a regular, you know, say a cashier? A I employee, bet they don't. <laughs> you know, which is crazy because now your hour, you, you, all, all this time, like I've never worked in retail. I don't know much about business shit, but that was just one of the things I really thought about. Like, you know, are they changing over where they're actually making more per hour because they're not, because you know, at this point, you're probably, I think a lot of places are probably getting a decent amount of, of of service now i mean you say a place like a mother's day out of garden couldn't fucking keep up so of they of course they probably sold all of the fucking food they had there plus some but now you got all these workers and i'm assuming you say you had 20 workers you probably got 10 in there now you're not paying them uh waiter wages because they're not a fucking waiter no more they're just a regular fucking employee now so i'm really curious i'm curious to hear uh, find out like how is that changing with 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 people's wages and stuff like that man i bet that shit i bet they don't change it which makes it even worse 
that he would drag them online for wanting to get unemployment because they probably get way more unemployment than your fucking two dollars an hour you was probably paying them and even if you said okay we're still we gonna pay you still to two or three dollars or whatever the fuck servers get paid and but they're not not actually people aren't actually dining in guess what they're not gonna tip (laughs) they're gonna roll up they're gonna be like thanks and they're gonna dip out so yep. now they're gonna, they yep. expect them to come in and get paid two or three dollars an hour for no, and no tips. Nah, <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I'm, I, bro, and, and I don't, you know, when when it comes to people tipping uh, for to go, I don't. That's a it's a weird a weird uh, line as far as what people do. I especially during these times, I have been tipping for to go. I'm not normally do it. I don't normally do it, but I have been during these times. But everybody's not doing it, and I don't think everybody should be required to. But if you do, you do, you don't, you know, whatever. But places should be fucking raising their uh, fucking employees' rates since they're not fucking waiters anymore. Mm-hmm. So, that'd be interesting. I was talking to somebody, uh, um, and they were saying how they were, they work at the, uh, at the plant, and they were calling their employees to come back. And a lot of them didn't want to come back or whatever. They were... Uh, saying they weren't able to, or, you know, they were, they felt like they were having some medical issues and shit. But the problem was they thought that they would just continue to collect unemployment with the extra 600. But if they don't come, if they blame medical, they have to go on medical leave. So they can't collect that extra 600. So they're like, Oh, you know what? I guess I'll come in. <laughs> so damn that everybody who said they was going to stay out because of medical, when they found out they would have to take a medical leave versus the, just a straight unemployment leave, they all decided to come in. <laughs> Jeez, what the fuck? <sighs> but I mean, you can't. I mean, I don't know how it's going to work. I know uh, I have. I got a letter from my job, uh, basically a comeback letter. <laughs> And, you know, they were explaining all that stuff. And they were like, you know, if you don't feel comfortable working, let your, you know, supervisor or something like that know. But I don't know how that works. Like, I never was on unemployment during this time. Um, so I'm really curious how, if a person feel like their, their you know, health is in, in danger or they, you know, don't want to do it, like, do they, are they considered terminated? And if you are, do you, are you, do you, are you able to even com- uh, continue to collect the unemployment plus because people are collecting like nine hundred and forty something fifty dollars a week before taxes, and for a lot of people, that's probably more than they make a weekly. So who the fuck wants to go back if they're not making that on a on a regular check? I wouldn't want to go back. I would ride this <laughs> shit out until I had to. Same. Like I'm gonna get paid more to be home, and then I gotta go back making you know. Uh, whatever ways they're probably making, like shit. Like so, it's interesting. Interesting. So I'm really curious. You know how? <laughs> Go ahead. No, I'm saying then they make the smart decision for their families to get so they can get dragged online by their employer. <laughs> oh, that's trash as hell. Like you may have that thought and you talk to your people about your your random close friends, but you don't make a fucking uh, Instagram post. About you know, and then he say they say some like that's why uh, some people are bosses and some people are not or some shit like that. Like, yeah, that's that's just a terrible, terrible. Says something about them staying on welfare. Yeah, I'm like, bro, do you understand what these times are? Like, what the fuck? 
you got fucking employees risking their fucking lives to to you to serve high price ass shrimp and grits and shit. And you know, you <laughs> that shit crazy, man. And I mean, I know the food is good. You know, I've heard great things about the uh, about the food. I've heard. T- uh, terrible things about the service, you know, your, yourself and other people, and and it's and it's not cheap food. It's not fucking no, it cheap food at all. So I'm like, shit, what's not you? remotely. So I'm like, to go, what y'all serving this shit in fucking Chinette and shit? Like, you know, how y'all doing this shit? You know, like. <sighs> fucking nuts, dog. But you you can't you can't drag your fucking employees on. Can't drag your employees on fucking Instagram, because at this point, if you take it down, you seem like a hoe for taking it down. I respect you more if you keep it up, because that's what you're, you know, that's what you feel. That's what you feel. But now you're probably gonna take it down, and now you're gonna, you know, people ain't gonna want to fucking work for nobody like that. I know I wouldn't. I I I thank right. God I'm not. I think I think that thank God I'm not in a position where I gotta work for some people that don't fucking respect me. Like. Wow. Yeah, and to think too, like the the that's that, that's gonna fuck up their business, dog. Because there's no way people are gonna like not see that, and it, it's just, it's just not a good look, man. And like now they're building a reputation for being shitty people. It's it's man, it's just not a good look. Like they're destined to fail, and no one's gonna care. It's like oh, I mean, well, as, that's what as you much get. as I, as much as I've heard, you know, the great things about that place, you know, uh, as far as the food wise, there's so many places I can get great food from. I don't have to go there. I don't have to ever pick up or pick up food from there. So you know it'll just, it, just be one of those places on the list. I just never you been to Low Country? Nah, I don't fuck with them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What so, happened? Nothing happened to me, but I just heard, some, thing. I heard right. some things. I've learned a lot from other people and I am straight. So yeah, not fucking with that. So yeah, moving along. Um Episode seven and eight, the last dance. Uh, what were your uh, initial thoughts on it? Another good time. Um, I particularly enjoyed the first hour that seemed to focus mainly on Michael Jordan being a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought that was um, interesting. Like my biggest thing with it, and this is something that I personally see out in life, just out and around in general, is that when people become more successful in their area of expertise, whatever that may be, um, the higher they move up the totem pole, pole the more comfortable they come, become with disrespecting people. And right. the more, because, because the higher up they move, the more intimidating they are to the people that they disrespect. And I, this, this is a thing in life across the board is that people uh, who are experts in whatever, whatever field that they're experts in, um, they seem to forget that you might be dealing with somebody in your field who is dumb as fuck in that field. Like they just don't know shit about what it is that you do and you can embarrass them and demean them all day in regards to that field. But at the end of the day, when y'all walk out of that, uh, whether it's an arena or a, a practice facility or an office or a warehouse or whatever, whenever y'all walk out of wherever this is, now you are two adults and now you are on even footing which means that you are not above getting fucked up and i don't understand how people who are elite in their fields can consistently get away with disrespecting people and not get fucked up and like michael jordan was on that 
Like, and I see it in sports a lot. Like, I, and I don't know why people tolerate it. I really don't. Like, okay, so yeah, you're great at basketball, but if you call me a hoe again, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. So how's that feel? Mm-hmm. And yeah, how's that feel? You ain't going to dribble your way out this ass whooping. So shut the fuck up. I don't understand why people get away with that. So in that episode, when Steve Kerr was like, yo, I punched that nigga in his chest. I was like, right, yo. Right, 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 <laughs> Reason number one million why I love Steve Kerr. Apparently, he is the only person to stand up to Michael Jordan's bullshit. Yeah, I'm about to say, because I never heard anybody else that actually said anything about actually, uh, you know, standing up to him. Everybody pretty much, I mean, other than opposing teammates, but as far as anybody on the team, he just probably just talked shit, talked dirty to the motherfuckers. Uh, and they just was just, you know, they just took that shit. Or just, yeah, oh, he just, you know, that's just the way. I hate that whole, that they just the way they are type shit. You know, you got yeah, them old, yeah. you got them older grant, them older uh, relatives, and they just, that's just the way they are. No, fuck that. They need to adjust just like I'm fucking adjusting. You want respect? Give me respect. That's, that just, that that's, it's not going to go anywhere different. Any way different. Yeah, like, I, I don't, I don't understand why, um, why people found that to be an effective form of motivation to the point where they tolerated it. Like if I'm, if I'm like some, you know, some scrub player on that bulls team and we have practice and Michael Jordan's like, Hey, you better hit that free throw. You fat bitch. I'm like, what, what, how's that going to make me go shit? I guess I really better make this free throw before Michael Jordan yells at me again. And he's a great basketball player. Like, you can respect the shit out of somebody as a basketball player, but at the end of the day, if you have any self-respect as a man, you're not going to let somebody demean you over a fucking basketball. You don't get the fuck out of my face talking me crazy over some goddamn basketball. Blow your shit out, man. What the fuck's wrong with you, dog? Uh, I, I, like, and that's why I'm like, I'm worried that that day will come for me at work. That at some point, there's going to be somebody who's higher, higher level than me at work, and they're going to say something me wild disrespectful <laughs> how am i gonna handle it and it's yeah. probably it's gonna be one of those things is it's probably gonna be one of those things where i'm gonna remind them that at the end of the day i'm a grown man like i'm not and i don't even like the phrase grown ass man because that's something that people i think people overuse it but at the end of the day um you say you're, you're 40 years old i'm 38 like i'm not gonna be talked to by a 42 year old like like I'm not gonna be talked to by a 42 year old like I'm a child. Like there's a lot of people at my job who are younger. Like it's a younger it's a younger job. Like I'm on the older end of the spectrum. Maybe you can get away with talking to a 25 year old like that. But you talk to me like that, I'm gonna put you in check. So like, and if that costs me my job, eh, <laughs> like I might have to because I'm like I can't I can't live with somebody thinking that they can disrespect me openly and publicly just because they're higher ranked at a job because that's a job like talk to me like that right outside these front doors i bet you i bet you the fuck you won't i bet you if you saw me at fucking applebee's you wouldn't talk to me like that because i blew blow your shit out because you're a nobody at applebee's (laughs) so like that's why i I don't get that man so when steve kerr when steve kerr said he punched him i was like thank you yeah, that shit was that shit's crazy. I mean, definitely kudos to to Kurt for that. Cause I had a I had a situation where I had a coworker. This was like my first year or year and a half or something like that. And so I have one boss in my department. I mean, I got bosses above him, but nobody else is my boss. Even my lead is not. He doesn't have any say over me. So I have I get work from all coworkers, 
and apparently I had missed the email or something, and the motherfucker was talking, you know, he just was just talking reckless to me, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, first off, you're not my boss, and I'm like, you need to watch your tone, and he got loud as fuck, so then we go into the office, and my, my boss called in the office, I'm like, dude, I understand you're a grown-ass man. I'm a grown man, too. But you're not going to talk to me like I'm a fucking child. And after that, we pieced it up. It was good. But I'm like, it seemed like you got to establish some bullshit with pe- sometimes with people. And I don't, that's not conducive to me being productive. You're not going to fucking yell at me. I'm, and we both fucking adults. And <clears throat> that's just going to be the way it is. Like, I talk to you, respect. We respect you giving that same thing. But you ain't, oh, you could be 22, you could be 42, 62. You ain't going to talk to me like I'm fucking beneath you and shit. I don't care if you write the checks. I don't care if you're my coworker. None of that shit's going to happen. So the fact that Jordan was able to do that shit so much. And I'm and my, my thought, and I'm pretty sure I probably had the same thoughts as a lot of people, is because they were winning that they allowed that shit because Jordan was like, I mean, he had, he was probably like, I mean, he even joked about the whole having a, uh, he was God, but he was probably the closest thing on earth to that, you know, as far as just, you know, his, his, his skill level, you know, what he brought to the table for, for, for the bulls. And I think people use that as an excuse to just let him do what the fuck he wanted to do. And he knew that shit. So he did that shit very, very well knowing that no one's going to say anything to, to Jordan about how they talk, how he talked to anybody. Man, I would have punched that nigga right in the fucking kidney, dog. Like, bruh. <laughs> that's all right, man. That, that's not even a professional setting. <laughs> like, we in a practice facility? <laughs> hey. Like, we, we ain't even on the court. Like, at least if we on the court and you talk to me crazy, there's a whole bunch of fans in this building and on TV that's watching this, so maybe I got to chill out. But we in the practice facility, it's just us? Man, you going to talk to me like you ain't got no goddamn sense? Man, please. Uh, I, I, I don't get it. Uh, I don't get it. Nah. I, 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 get, I mean, I get it. Happen. I get it in the sense, like, they're, they're probably intimidated. It's fucking Michael Jordan. I get it to that, to that degree. But that intimidation should come from somebody like me, not a teammate. <laughs> like, you made it to the NBA. You are the championship team. Yes, it's Michael Jordan, but you're his teammate. Like, you are still among the elite basketball players in this world. The 12th man on the Bulls bench is still among the elite basketball players in this world because he was one of the few people that made it into the NBA. So it's no reason for you to feel like you ain't like you're that like you're not good enough to where you have to allow yourself to be disrespected like that. And that's something that that's not that's not just a Michael Jordan thing. That's a sports thing. I see it all, all the time all the time and I, I don't I don't understand it I, I really don't that's something that coaches coaches in general use that for motivation like berating players and shit like that man I, I don't I don't understand I think it's just accepted in the culture and maybe that's why I don't understand it because I was never part of that culture I you know I played a little bit of sports but not not really like not any kind of real way and like I don't know maybe it's because I wasn't in the culture that I don't get it but uh, you know, somebody who is in that culture could feel free to be like, tell me, <laughs> explain to us and some feedback why you think it's okay to be berated by a peer. And um, maybe we can, <laughs> maybe we can talk about it. Um, I don't see any way that I'm going to be brought over to why that's okay, but Hey, whatever. Nah, I mean, uh, I, I, I just couldn't, you know, I've never, I've never worked at a job where people screamed and yelled to get, to get their point across. To, to anybody so it's just it's just wild to even know that that shit happens 
You know, so like I couldn't take like what's the what's the cooking show with the fucking angry ass cook that be yelling at all the fucking people? Uh, Ramsey, is it Ramsey? Oh yeah, uh, Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. No, yeah, Gordon Ramsay. Fuck yeah, that dog. Gordon would have caught a fucking <laughs> fist to the jaw, dog. No, you're not yelling at me. Dog. I'm not your fucking child. No, that shit is not fucking cool at all. I would never work for a place where somebody want to yell at me like I'm I'm their kid or some shit. I only like people talking loud to me, not even in a <laughs> yelling sit- situation. Like, no, you just put your tone down. Like, just turn it down a little bit. You're the 10, let's bring it back down to a six. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. nah, fuck that. Yeah. So, yeah. That was yeah. the wildest thing out of that thing for me was watching him berate the players and them just like, yeah, all right, yeah, that's what that's how he was. Like, yeah, he used to yell at us all the time. He used to punch us in the face. Like, like what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, you know, like, oh I, yeah, we all been punched by Michael Jordan. Like, what the fuck's wrong with y'all? Nah. How did y'all win a championship being such bitches? <laughs> like, man, I, you know, the only you know the only thing that I kind of I kind of felt bad for Jordan was about was when his dad died, all of the media shit that was kind of like blaming him for his dad's death. Like, that was the only time that I felt bad. Like, the media ain't shit, dog. Like, <laughs> like that was that was the one time that uh, out of this whole thing that I felt – well, uh, actually, it was another time. Um, and this is actually prior to – like, I – I knew about his shit talking, but I never really knew up until the last that that's episode seven about how fucked up he was as a teammate, as far as all of the the, the shit talking and the you know alleged punches and all this shit. But it was two things. It was one, all of the media shit about his dad, about him. Like you really printing that shit in the, in in a newspaper? Did his you know his gambling uh, get his dad killed? Like, dog, what kind of whole shit is that, dog? Like, so that shit really, that was kind of pissed me off about that. I kind of felt bad, bad about it. I think the other thing was just, like, I don't know how he dealt with the media at, like, all, like, he was such a superstar that there was no time off to just not have any, all these people in your face. Every time you out in the public, it's crowds and crowds. And I just don't know how a motherfucker handles that shit because I swear to God, if I want to, if I want a big game for however fucking many millions and I had to be public, I would probably sacrifice 20. I would sacrifice 75% of it should just to not be in the fucking public eye. Like, I don't want that attention. That just seems fucking crazy. So I almost felt bad for the nigga like, damn, we really got to deal with all this shit. But then I was like, Eh, you know, he got the millions, fuck it. But then after I seen episode seven, I'm like, yeah, fuck that nigga. But I still felt bad about all the shit that the media was trying to tie his his dad's uh, death into, you know, shit he was doing, which no one's never proven that that shit was tied together. Just two fuck niggas who, who tried to rob an old man that was sleeping in a car and shit. Yeah, you know, and I, I also wonder, though, like, how much of that attention does, did he invite? Because um, I had that same thought too. Like, man, every like every single thing, every moment of the day, he has to worry about. Like, not even just like, oh, I'm gonna go outside. It's gonna be a crowd of people. It's like, even if it's not gonna be a crowd of people, there's gonna be random motherfuckers. It's be like, just anywhere who are gonna know who you are. Like, hey, can I get an autograph? Like, you can't go anywhere. But then there was one point where he was like, with Amara shot in the car, and he's driving a Range Rover with the license plate two three, and I'm like, well. <laughs> 
Like, well, shit, you're not really trying to hide. Yeah, I mean, at that point, they are going to know what your car is. They're going to know who you are and shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I, I, I get that in that respect. I think, but I think, uh, I think a majority, at least for me, I think a majority of it's just, you can't shake it. I mean, you are who you are. Michael, there's, Michael Jordan is fucking God level sports, sports figure. Mm-hmm. And at that point, there was no other person in sports that was really that big at the, at his peak, you know, mm, for yeah, football, no, still... fucking tennis, you know, any of that shit. And it's like, God damn, I just, I was just like, man, I, I would probably flip. I would probably have a nervous fucking breakdown. I really don't think there's anybody in sports ever who's been that, who's been like that level. Like, as a, like if you think about the all-time greats in any sport, I don't think any of them were like that degree, like Michael Jordan was. Like, I really don't. Like, I can't think of anybody in any other sports off the top of my head who was like. Only, only person <clears throat> I can think of that, that, that comes second, and I'm not saying a close second, but I would say second is probably Tiger Woods. At the peak of Tiger shit, I just feel like he was everywhere. Um, yeah, I could see but that. I don't. I'm not saying that's a close second, but that's a second that I could think of as far as other people. Um, but yeah, I don't think there's no one touching the level of stardom that that uh, Jordan had at his peak of of his career. And it just it was it was like yeah, like a fucking god walking on earth. <laughs> here's here's another thing I noticed too. Uh, were you about to say something? No, no, no. Go ahead. Um, I noticed, so I noticed, and obviously I'm, I'm certain you noticed too, he smokes cigars all the time, all, like, all the, time. the time. Like he was smoking a cigar in his hotel room, smoking a cigar in his car, smoking a cigar in the locker room, smoking a cigar on the golf course, everywhere he smoked a cigar. And one of the things that I, <laughs> I noticed, and I, it, it's, it, it was never situations where it was very obvious, but it was something that I just kind of was like, I don't see it. I never saw an ashtray. <laughs> I always wonder where this ash goes. Oh, oh, dickhead, <laughs> dickhead Jordan is ashing on the floor every time. Because <laughs> like I said, like he was at his hotel laying on the couch smoking a cigar. And I'm like, okay, one, the fact that he can smoke a cigar in his hotel room, sweet. But right. two, where is he putting the ash at? Because I'm looking at the table. Like there was, a, there was kind of a lo- long shot where I could see the table. I'm looking at the table like, does he have an ash? That nigga is dumping that shit. Like, what does he do with the ass? He's dumping that shit in the air, and wherever it falls, it falls. The fact that you're smoking it, he's Michael Jordan. It just it disintegrates when it falls. It it vaporizes. (laughs) Right? No, it's it's a motherfucker that comes in the back with his hands, and he just catches that shit and just dumps it in a fucking (laughs) cup or some shit. Nigga just diving around like Terry Tate, the linebacker, catching his fucking (laughs) his fucking ash and shit. Well, yeah, I, I noticed that too. It was funny when he was he was sitting in the uh, he was in the locker room and he was smoking and he had that bat and he was I forget what he was talking about and that was the one time I, I recall like damn he does have a cigarette cigar in here but I don't know why but it may, not I do know why I shouldn't say that but he reminded me of uh, uh, Marlo Stansfield on a wire swinging that fucking golf golf. Uh, uh, golf stick. club, yeah, yeah, the golf clubs on the corner and shit. I'm like, man, he got that whole stance just like Marlo. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember him smoking there. Like, I didn't even think about the whole ashtray thing. But yeah, never seen the ashtray. But, yeah, he smoked a lot everywhere. Miranda. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> I bet where his ass probably his ass probably materializes into a a smoke person who beats up on his teammates when he's not around. <laughs> a big old ash man just runs around hitting people. <laughs> <laughs> like you thought you could be a pussy. Outside of when I'm not around, send my smoke, send my ash monster after me to put you in check. 
Yeah, that that's yeah. I, I did they ever give any um, background on any stuff about what kind of cigars he actually smoked? Or we just never really heard anything about that. I looked as often as I could. Most of the time, I couldn't tell, but the couple of times I caught it, it was a Cohiba both times. Okay, I did see a Cohiba the one time he was at the golf course. Uh, I'm trying to remember if it was a golf course. The one where I saw it, and I was 100%. I was like, that's definitely a Cohiba. But I think it was, it was like twice where I, I, was, I saw it for sure, and it was a Cohiba both times. And I think it was like an old band one with the big block yeah, and or some I, shit like that. And I can't imagine – I can't imagine Michael Jordan in a time where uh, Cubans were readily available smoking regular fucking <laughs> – Let's focus on regular fucking uh, Romeo Julieta 1875 nah, or some nah. shit. <laughs> like, he, he ain't smoking no macanudos, you know, <laughs> none of those crazy shits that was, you know, I guess popular. He was probably smoking all good shit. Probably yeah, Michael, good Michael shit. Jordan out here smoking a diesel. <laughs> like, nah, they ain't, I don't see it happening. Yeah, he's probably smoking all kind of good shit. But, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I – I had crazy thinking, like, man, would have been nuts, man, if Jordan actually had won at baseball. Like, I think his legacy would be nuts to be able to actually, if he actually would have won, you know, the was it the pennant or just the World Series, but whatever it's called for baseball. But had he had won that, I think his legacy would have been nuts to uh, to yeah, be the legacy totally he successful. Has, yeah. yeah, the legacy he already has, which is you know great, but you know. Um, um, it by itself, but to be able to actually win successfully in both would have been fucking crazy. That would have been crazy, but he never even made it to the majors. So, <laughs> right. And then I, I forgot about the whole, uh, not the boycott, but they, the strike. I had totally forgot about that. Um, oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that a, lot of, a lot of that, a lot of that, uh, this documentary has kind of been like, oh, yeah, moments. Like, oh, okay, I do recall that because I didn't remember that part when he came back, the whole strike on that. It, it, it vaguely popped up. I'm like, uh, do I? But I think it was myself trying to force myself to remember some shit. But I'm like, I don't recall that happening. Yeah, I'm sitting here trying to remember how many games that season was, and I can't remember. I want to say it was 60 something. But I'm not sure the strike sorting season. I want to say it was 60-something. It might have been 50-something. I don't know. I don't really recall. And I look stupid being way off. Like, no, it was actually 25 games. Like, no, what the fuck? It wasn't. But, uh, yeah, I don't remember. I was trying. But, yeah, um, and then the other thing that um, that I really took away from it was Pippen having his little bitch fit um, in the yeah. playoffs about Jordan – yeah, I I thought that was crass as hell. Um, but I think I think that was I mean, that's that's a monumental fuck move. Um I I I'm glad that he had uh teammates that really, you know, came at him with that shit. And so I think if that would have happened and there was no one to really hold him accountable, you know what I'm saying? I think he just would have end up being a fucking tr- a, a trash ass player i don't totally hold that against him but i think it's definitely a, a bad mark on on his uh career for, to do some fuck shit like that now if they would have lost that game it would have been really bad luckily they fucking won yeah i just I, if that i just think like he probably got off a little easier than he would have if it had happened like today because like the idea of your star player refusing to go into a game just period at any point any game is a huge deal like if that happened now like 
who's somebody we can compare to Scottie Pippen right now? Like, um, not even like as a as somebody's sidekick, like a Robin, but just somebody who's like, you know, a top level player, but he's not like say like Clay, Tom- Clay Thompson decide to not go back in the game. Uh, I think you can even probably go better than Clay Thompson. Like maybe like a, a Anthony Davis or uh, you know somebody who's like. Uh, you know, maybe like a sidekick to like a, 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 a Kobe or a, a, a LeBron or something like that, or a Chris Bosh, something like that. Right, right, right. Any, any, any game, if Chris Bosh is just like, oh, the play's not for me, I ain't going back in. God, that would be on the fucking sports media for weeks if somebody of that caliber did that. And he did it on the last play of a playoff game. Are you shitting me? Yeah. <laughs> With the game on the line? A playoff game, the last play, like oh my god, yeah, I, like I, the the gall of he, that man. He like, he, ben- I, he he benefits from the era he was in and the uh, the era of social media and where it was, which was pretty much non-existent, you know, as, as far as it is now. Had that happened in the era right now, where this era and social media, first off, he would be fucking on memes for fucking life. And it would never. I mean, how much have we seen of the Jordan crying meme <laughs> from the time that shit happened to now? Like that shit still pops up, dog. Still Man. fucking pops up. You know. So yeah, um, yeah. He if it would have happened in in the last five years, uh, a player doing that shit, he'd be toast. Yeah, like that's the kind of thing where like you you fuck around, you get uh, like suspended like you you ain't playing for the next few games or um a massive fine the team might drop you or trade you whatever like i can't man i can't even imagine the, like, a player of that kind of star caliber refusing to go in on the last play of a playoff game because the play wasn't called for him oh my god you think look how bad kevin durant got dragged just for going to a different team <laughs> like, yeah like yes it was the team that beat you which is 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 weak yes but like at the end of the day the man was like yo fuck it i want to be here no more i'm going i'm going to a different team and he still to this day gets dragged for that shit just for going to a different team can you imagine if kevin durant did that shit dog Uh, (laughs) kevin durant actually might be a good comparison to scotty pippen actually like you imagine if kevin durant did that like y'all just gonna call this play for fucking uh uh, I don't know, Draymond Green or some shit instead of me. <laughs> like, fuck it, I'm not going in the game. If y'all lose this playoff game and we kicked out the playoffs, I don't give a fuck because this play should be for me. <laughs> that would be the end of Kevin Durant, dog. I think it's yeah, the end of him, dog. That, that, that could definitely would be career ending. That is definitely career ending uh, move for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely career ending. And I think part of the reason Pitt and I don't want to say got away with it, but part of the reason is because, like you said, they did end up winning the game. Now, yeah. if they hadn't won the game, and now it's even worse because it's like, well, we lost, and it's because it's Scottie Pippen refused to go back in the game. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I think I think two things on that. I think if if they would have if, uh, if they would have lost, I think his 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 career would have been fucked from that. And I think that even though they won, that his teammates still confronted him. And, you know, they say Cartwright gave this crazy speech, you know, to him, to my how he let him down, all that shit. If he wasn't held accountable for that, he, I, I think it would have been – because say you win that game, no one t- says shit about it, and then 
now, you know, he just thinks he can do fuck shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I truly don't think that was a character of him. I think he just had a horrible, horrible judgment call. And, and you know, he was in his emotions. You know, Jordan's not there and shit. And, you know, whatever. He thinks he's supposed to be the man now. But then you can't. But when you're not called to be the man at that moment, you want to bitch about it. Like, yeah, I... So I think it worked out for it. Definitely worked out for him because it didn't it didn't kill his career. But had you know had they had they lost? Oh fuck yeah, he been done. He been straight done. So, um, what did you think about? Uh, so I've been seeing the memes about uh, Gary Payton's uh, um, talk and Jordan laughing at him and shit. <laughs> I mean, Jordan was like, 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 terribly tickled at that whole whole shit. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're like, nah. I, I, I wonder was good. if that's like. I wonder if that's like half. My, I wonder if that's completely Michael Jordan being amused by the idea that Gary Payton thought he was guarding him, or Jordan being Jordan and trying to front like he wasn't actually having trouble with Gary Payton Gardner. Like, maybe he did, and that's just the front. You know, I, I, I don't know. I'm I mean, curious. I just don't – I don't see the benefit of his response because it, there's – I mean, you're the greatest – you was the greatest player of that time. For you to say that somebody gave you a hard time, you know, uh, uh, playing against them, isn't a not to you. It's more of a compliment to them. So it's like, are you just that that into yourself that you you wouldn't compliment another player? Which I I totally can see that from Jordan. That's that's a total Jordan move based on you know his personality that you know I've I've learned a little more about him. So that's a that's a that is something I would expect from him. I mean, they never talk. I mean, we haven't seen it, you know, and I don't think it's going to come up now because they're beyond kind of the uh, the time the the talks of playing the Pistons, but they, nothing never came up about, you know, in this about Dumars being a hell of a defender against Jordan. You know what I'm saying? That would be a hell of a I – would, I would be pretty shocked if I would have seen Jordan compliment Dumars for defending him uh, well during his career, but that ain't pop up. And I'm pretty sure since they've talked about the bad boys era and his disdain for the Pistons and Isaiah, it's not going to come up. That's funny. I would have thought they probably would have had a Dumars interview or something like that. I wonder why that didn't happen. I don't know. Joe's been strangely absent lately. Like, maybe he was just like, you know what? I'm done, and I don't want to be around this shit no more. Yeah. Because they had to have asked him. Yeah. (laughs) Did you see – I think it's one of uh, uh, Axel's people. It was on that that DVR uh, Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody was asking why why hasn't there any uh, been any Luke Longley footage? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you're yeah, probably. I don't think anybody was looking for him. I'm like you know you're you. Know, I always hate when people say shit like am I the only person that thinks such and such because they usually aren't. But I'm pretty sure he might be the only person that's wondering who, where the fuck is Luke Longley. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where Bill Lambeer was at. I was like, why didn't they ask him to be on here? Maybe they I, did, but I, I, I assume just the hatred of shit that Bill. That's why Bill Lambeer wasn't on it. I, I, and I feel like he would have participated had maybe their history of things. 
and since you know he was the you know uh, uh, initiator of the the no shake hands after that loss, that you know he probably just didn't want to be on it. I, I think they may have asked him, and he probably was like, "Fuck that." <laughs> uh, but Luke Longley, ain't nobody yeah, they worried about no. Them. Ain't nobody worried about no goddamn Luke Longley. <laughs> Fucking Luke Longley. What the fuck. <laughs> I was asking about him. <laughs> I I see nothing else about a Luke Longley or anything uh, regarding this whole thing. Fucking Luke Longley. Anyways, <laughs> it, uh, it, it's an interesting question though because every other scrub player on that team has been in this thing. Like Will Purdue, Judd Bushler, like they've had everybody on that bitch. Dog. Like, so my thing is Luke he probably Longley. just didn't want to. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I was trash on that team. I don't, need, I don't need to be on this shit. Right. Like, I'm pretty sure. Oh, so, I mean, was he? I'm, I'm looking him up now. Uh, I think he's – what is he? So I just saw something I came up and it said coach. So I, think, I don't know if he's coaching over uh, wherever he lives at. I think he's in Australia. So, I don't know if he's still there. But maybe that motherfucker just didn't give a fuck about this shit. I forgot what he fucking looked like until now. Totally forgot about Luke Lonely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's been an assistant coach on the uh, Australian men's basketball team. Hmm. Uh, something that I don't uh, I don't see. Maybe anything. he got beat up a lot. <laughs> and was like, yeah, I'm not going on anything to talk about Michael Jordan because I'm going to drag the fuck out of him, so I'm just he, not going to be on it. <laughs> he, he he might have been. Oh, there's – if uh, uh, weirdly, his name comes up in a few articles. Uh, so it was one of them. His wife, former Bulls player, has been quiet about Michael Jordan. If I can't find it in the first couple of seconds, I'm just skip it. But uh, there is uh, – article any other players you can think of that just just weirdly not shown uh not really um craig hodges wasn't on it at all uh yeah okay okay and he was on that original three p team and he was like their three-point expert um yeah i mean that's really all i could think of they even broke out Scott Burrell, but I mean, again, he was he was a topic of conversation as far as getting berated goes. So, oh, bruh, man, he, he I mean, he took it too, like fuck. I, <laughs> and just, I just laugh every time he said his name, Jordan, because they always said his first and last name every fucking time. He just didn't call him Scott. Come on, Scott Burrell. Come on, <laughs> Scott Burrell. Blah, 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 Scott Burrell. Like he had no respect for that man whatsoever. Nah. <laughs> Because wasn't that the one where he was uh, looking all weird and then he blocked them when he was trying to do the move and shit? Was that him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, he didn't He didn't respect that guy. He, I don't think he probably respected anybody but Phil. <laughs> and, 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 and probably Steve Kerr after he punched him back in the chest and shit. <laughs> yeah, you respected him then. <laughs> this little white boy right. just socked me in the chest. <laughs> right. Yeah, so other than that, I don't think he probably respected too many people there anyway and shit. Uh, I bet in that moment he didn't think like, you know what? I bet twenty years from now, Steve Kerr is going to be a real important person in the movement for uh, black inequality. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who who would have fucking like, thought? Like Steve Kerr is like the voice of Steve Kerr is like the voice of the NBA for like for black rights. <laughs> like Steve Kerr be the main one. Like yo, these pieces of shit cops need to stop killing black folks. It's a bullshit. Like damn, Steve Kerr. <laughs> like that's not the Steve Kerr. Like I didn't. I mean, I remember Steve Kerr as a player and shit, but I didn't think nothing of Steve Kerr. Like man, he would fucking become a coach and you know be a a, a voice that he has been. Like man, didn't know, didn't know. I mean, he he wasn't a star, so didn't know much about him and shit. I don't yeah, think anybody could have predicted this shit. And now in 2020, I'm looking back like over the last you know 25 years or whatever. Like, what has Steve Kerr's life been like? Because I'm like, okay, he's a coach of like. uh well, he's the coach of the team that. Well, was he the? Yeah, was he the coach at the time that they broke the Bulls' record, the seventy, the seventy-two win Bulls? Was it him so like, or or or, or uh, Mark Jackson? I can't remember what Mark Jackson was coaching in. Yeah, like it'd be funny if if Steve Kerr was the coach of the team that broke his former team's record. Like that's interesting. The fact that he fucking like I said, like is be the main one in the media talking about how everything how you know what's happening to black people is wrong and he and he doesn't catch any flack for it like most white people if they try to stand up for black people they're gonna hear shit from the right like he like as far as i can tell steve kerr don't hear no shit about it and then i'm like man steve kerr the only seemingly the only person who had the balls to stand up to michael jordan like man i bet steve kerr's lived an interesting life yeah i mean yeah i'm curious to see after he stopped playing like what was his progression and what what did he play a part in like like, is he a secretly a Q or some shit? Like, you know, what is <laughs> <laughs> Like, he a Q dog and shit. He got some gold fucking uh, 10 millions in his locker and shit. <laughs> like, man, that'd be wild. See him stepping and shit. Like, yo, is that Steve Carr? <laughs> like, like, he did his doctorate in Morehouse and shit. And then, you know, so. <laughs> Yeah, one of them, uh, one of them hats like a uh, like old boy that, uh, in living color that used to say all the big words in the jail. Oh what was yeah, his name, yeah. Uh, uh, fuck, what was his name? <laughs> I remember his name, but he already had that Africa hat. With mm-hmm. Steve Kerr wearing one of the bitches at Morehouse. <laughs> what's, what's up, my brother? <laughs> I mean, and this would have been totally crazy if he ended up having a black wife, which I know he doesn't, but um, that would have been the icing on the cake. Speaking like, of got- black wives. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, this is not going to get spicy. I promise. Okay. Not you. speaking Appreciate of. <laughs> yeah, because not. I, I was. I, I. It's not related to black wives. I, it's actually speaking of black wives. There was an interracial marriage thing that I uh, wanted to point out real, real quick. <laughs> I noticed. You remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about John James coming up to your job. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah. You were like, yeah. Anybody who don't talk to the other black person there ain't shit to me. Mm-hmm. I saw a John James commercial. I think it was like yesterday. And he had his family on there. I was like, a white wife. What a oh, surprise. I, oh, dog. Yeah, what a fucking surprise. <laughs> like I said, man, it, it's funny because, like, on one hand, obviously I'm a proponent of interracial marriages. I'm a product of one. I am somebody who has dated many races throughout my time. And I have absolutely no problem with interracial marriages whatsoever. I don't get why, you know, why black women get salty about it. I don't get why uh, black men get salty about it. I don't get why people care about who other people marry, but the fact that such a goddamn coon married a white woman is such, is so funny to me. But like, yeah, n- not surprising in the least that John James found him a nice little white woman to settle down with because he's yeah. shown up don't like black people. Nah, nah. I, I I seen an article about him recently of him actually uh 
saying some stuff uh, anti-Trump, and I was actually really shocked. Um, I feel like John James still calls black people colored. Oh, I definitely could see that with him. I could definitely <laughs> see it. Man, when he came to my job and my the owner had hat, John James for, I don't know if it was whatever. I think it's sense. And I was just like, dog, you can't, you can't be serious if you want me to wear this shit. Why is it real with white letters? If you'll get this hat out of my face. <laughs> I, I, left out, I left out of that meeting so abruptly. As soon as that mug was over, like, I almost wanted to shake the dude's hand for a minute. I was just like, man, fuck this dude, dog. Like, you, like you, you're not even giving, like, I was the only black person. So I had, a, it may be another black person in the meeting, but I was definitely the only black male. And you know, you know it's something weird when a one, a, if you're the only black male and the, the and the other one doesn't give you any kind of eye contact, like mm-hmm. and like I when I'm in a in a so, somewhere where I see another black person and it's like me and that person, at some point I'm gonna I'm gonna have some kind of nod or some kind of I see you, brother, mm-hmm. <laughs> something like that. Didn't see none of that shit, dog. That just that motherfucker. He was in there like, like. I was just another fucking white person in there. I was just like, oh, okay. All right. So afterwards, I just went back to my fucking desk. Like, yeah. He's not for, for me. He's not for my <laughs> Right. So, but yeah, so that was, that was, that was nuts. So, um, so I haven't done the research. I guess you, you made it a topic. So you can probably give me a little, a little background on this whole Boosie and D-Wade thing. Um, but I did see this uh, Twitter person uh, do a who's a who's the better dad, and I'm like, why the fuck are you even asking that question? Because you know yeah. who's the better dad, and if you don't, you know you're on that whole side of the fuck the fuck shit anyway. Well, yeah, that's what happened. Um, <laughs> so I I don't I don't there's nothing going on with Dwayne Wade currently, but um, with the whole so with Boosie, you know what happened with Boosie, right? So from what I thought well, I heard was that we okay, should explain go ahead. It anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was like, we should explain it anyway, yeah. just in case somebody listening and don't know, but Lil Boosie went on, um, I believe Instagram live, uh, a couple of days ago and basically said that he admitted to paying a woman to suck his kids dicks and, um, uh, his nephews as well. And I think he said like, they were like 12 or 13 or something like that. And yeah, he paid a woman to get him head because that's just how he was raised and he's, he wants to raise them to be men and that's how you got to be out here and all this kind of shit. So there were numerous posts on Facebook and Twitter and all that kind of shit the next day, dragging Boosie, yada, 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 what the fuck's wrong with him? And then um, it was actually uh, Lala, one of her uh, posts on Facebook about Dwayne Wade and one of her friends commented on it like, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with, uh, with Boosie. That's fucked up, man. Both him and Wade need to chill out. All right, what, wait, wait, what? What does Wade have to do with this? Yeah, what did Wade Wade do? And he's like, basically his... He he tried to make two contradictory points, but tried to make them seem like they was the same thing to cover up his, uh, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, transphobia or whatever the fuck. I I, I don't know what you call it. Uh, Dwayne Wade's son wanted to dress like a girl, or did he... Was he trying to... Uh, transition I, I don't know what I, I'm not even 100% sure but I, all I know is Dwayne Wade had a boy and then the boy wanted to uh, become a girl or dress like a girl or whatever and Dwayne Wade didn't do anything like he let his kid do what his kid wanted to do and this guy was making it sound like both parents interfered in their kids growth 
And I'm like, Dwayne Wade did the opposite. He didn't interfere at all. He let his kid do what he wanted to do. And then he said something like, they should let them make their own life choices. I'm like, that's exactly what Dwayne Wade did. He let his kid make his own life choices. Like, you're making completely contradictory points just because for some reason you just wanted to drag Dwayne Wade into this. And I don't know why Boosie talking about paying an adult to suck his kid's dicks is comparable to Dwayne Wade allowing his kid to express himself or herself in whatever manner that he chooses. Like he didn't want to have, he didn't want to limit his kid in any kind of way. Like, okay, if that's what you want to do, you know, do you, and you go and let his kid live. And if his kid decides, you know what, this ain't for me, that's, that's, you know, that's his kid's decision, whatever the case may be. He let his kid make that choice. And this dude tried to make it seem like, like they both stole their kid's childhood away. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I just. I, I just went to the post. I was reading, it and uh, yeah, that's that's totally not the fucking same at at all. Uh, and I thought he was an outlier, but he's not. Everyone's bringing Dwayne Wade into this conversation. Yeah, and I'm like I don't un, like what. My thing is the fact that, that to to bring Dwayne Wade in this conversation already, you're saying that you don't agree with him parenting the way he has with his son um, and I don't and I don't know enough I don't want to miss misquote what his son is doing I don't know if his son is me neither because I'm not I'm not yeah, sure either yeah but I know his son is not taking on the gender of male or no I'm sorry take that back I, I I'm contradicting my own self I'm saying I don't know what he's doing but I'm giving up what I think he is I think he's identifying as as a, a He's not identifying as a cis male. That part I can probably say with confidence. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's how, that sounds about right. That's that's pretty much the extent of what I know. And that I remember there was some talk when he posted a family picture and he was dressed up like a girl. Like I think he like and not even like a girl like he had a dress on. But he it was, was just like, he was just not masculine. He was yeah was, yeah yeah. So uh, and yeah. people was going crazy over that. So but yeah, like I I think. The big problem here is again the the homophobic nature of the black community and like how oh absolutely how and and of course I'm aware that the situation with Dwayne Wade's son is not anything to do with being gay, but I think black people's reaction to it is because they don't one they don't distinguish between uh, being gay or being trans or identifying as something different. It's all one big non-heterosexual lump to black people for one. Oh, yeah. so that's why I said it, the homophobia plays into it, even though that's not about being gay. I think black people's homophobia just lumps all that, all that into one thing. And then like, I think black people are so afraid of anything non-traditional heterosexual and I think it causes them to, if they, if they feel like that way themselves, they start to question their own sexuality and manhood. Cause it's, it's mainly a thing with men. I, it, I say the black community, but it's mainly guys. Uh, you know, they start to question their own manhood and then lash out at anything that doesn't seem hyper-masculine. And I think that's probably what happens. What happened with Wade is that the black community, again, mainly black men are so, just so insecure in their own sexuality because you have to be as a black man, you have to be like hyper-masculine to feel like you're, I don't know, like you're a black man. I, I, I don't fucking know. But like, 
I, I think that's where it comes from. And that's really fucking sad, man. And it makes me think too, like there's got, and I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, like years ago, that there's probably way more gay black men than we would ever imagine because there's the, there's the ones who are openly gay, but then there's probably ones who are gay and keep it a secret or are emotionally like they, 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 they feel attraction to men, but they repress it and then lash out in like a, you know, a very um, anti-gay sort of way. They lash out to, to, because they feel insecure about their own feelings uh, toward men sexually. And you look at anything that black men are largely involved in, like basketball or hip hop, stuff like that. They are not openly gay, successful people in those fields. Like there's no, I can't think of an op- a successful openly gay basketball player. I can't think of a successful openly gay rapper. And I think that's because they know that if they were to come out as that, that would be a big problem for them, more so than it would for other uh, races. And I think that's kind of crazy, man. Like, it's it's really hard for me to believe that there's however many, which I'm imagining it's a fairly large percentage of people who are gay on this planet, but there just so happen to be no gay black basketball players, football players, rappers uh, like not like out of all those rappers like none of them are gay like I, I have a hard time believing that and I think it's just because they're just so they're just so insecure and just hypersensitive about their perception like that one dude who we will who shall remain unnamed that Delvin is going to be doing an interview with soon um I saw some tweets of his that uh, uh Devin the dude that we did the podcast with uh before whose podcast was that was that one of delvin's episodes where it was me you devin and him i think that was delvin that was delvin's episode yeah so um devin retweeted some of this individual's tweets and he had tweets about like um he had one where uh it was talking about this is the way a real man should eat a banana and it was a guy it was a guy in his car and he had the banana unpeeled and he would like with his hand grab off like a small piece of it and he was shaking it in his hand kind of like you know like, like sunflower yeah, seeds sunflower and shit <laughs> yeah and then it's throwing in his mouth and it was like and I, I'm, I, I'm sure part of that was meant to be funny but then also part of me was like how how insecure in your manhood do you have to be that you feel you can't eat a banana because that's gay like <laughs> like what <laughs> and I, I, I told him I told him I was like man uh, at some point, if you, if you are that, if you are that self-conscious about anything you do that could potentially be perceived as gay, I feel like at some point you have to have at least had a dick or two that tickled your tonsils at some point. Like there's no way you haven't participated in some sort of gay activity or at least felt or at least wanted to, or maybe you secretly watched some gay porn and was like, yo, this shit is lit, but I can't tell nobody because I'm black. <laughs> so then you lash out all online like, oh, you have to, you can't eat a banana, that's gay. You have to eat a banana like sunflower seeds. Like, nah, nah. Uh, you can't convince me that that individual who did that has not at least had a homosexual thought. And there's nothing wrong with that. But like, if, if you're going to have that and you're, and you're so self-conscious about it that you have to go online and post like incredibly <laughs> sensitive ass shit like that, that's just weak, man. Like just deal with your shit, bro. Yeah. I, 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 it's, I, when you, when I see shit like that, like 
I just wonder why people like they pick and choose of things like the the thing of not of 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 being gay or not being gay or accepting it, you know, for, for at least from all I've seen, it always been from like uh like a biblical perspective. Mm-hmm. Like it's not that like I don't I don't know too many people who are who are or atheists or non God believing that has a problem, you know, with gays and things of that things of that or whatever. I mean I'm not saying it isn't, but but people pick and choose the things that they want to, you know, use from from that background, and they don't even follow the rest of the shit. But I guess that's a, a whole another, another, another story. But the whole like super masculine thing, I just, I just don't understand your. What, what are you like? At at some point, you're you're being so. Aside from being homophobic and all of that stuff, a lot of us miss is anger misplaced because they don't even get that some of it's not even about them being uh, someone potentially being homosexual or something like that is a lot of his identity and who they identify and stuff like that. But a lot of, most of the, the super masculine dudes don't even respect women. Like they think of them as a whole lesser person. Mm. That's true. And it's probably because they feel like, being respectful to women is gay. <laughs> Dog. And, <laughs> that yeah. might be that might yeah. be what it is. Yeah, uh, they, they, like they it's gay to, to be respectful. You gotta be a hard ass motherfucker all the like, time. Like they they couldn't like a a guy like homeboy uh probably couldn't take his woman making more money than him. That would probably drive him fucking insane. He couldn't yeah. take uh, just being like the whole concept of a relationship not even just marriage but a lot of people just aren't married which we'll just say marriage for the sake of argument uh the whole concept of a of a, a marriage being a partnership like i bet that he uses submission or or some form of submitting when he talks about women and relationships like oh yeah like it go if you look at that dude's instagram he has shit like that i'm pretty sure uh, yeah because that's that's the that's he has that's, shit like that that's that's what they do. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't he don't even see a woman as an equal person. And so I know that's what I, I'm pretty sure. You know, when the, the guys that had that talk, they don't fucking respect women as an equal. They want them to be a person that just stays home and cook, clean, and fuck for them, which is all co- cool things. Don't get me wrong, but that's all your expectation of, of a woman is. So you 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 gave ass. You 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 you. Uh, you know, you, you co-sign things that are, you feel that's not masculine enough and you probably hate women. Yeah. And, and another issue with that too, is like, he, he has so much shit on there that's so focused on being super masculine and his avatar, he has a cigar in his mouth. All this shit is like, yo, I'm such a, I'm such a badass. I'm, I'm this like, manly man and shit. Manly man, exactly. And do those people, if to me, are the biggest cowards. Like I've been using the word coward a lot lately, and I think it's a it's a it's a strong word that I use on purpose because I think it's a good way to describe people who behave that way. Because like, look at look at like I said, we talked about all the supposedly manly shit that he posts. But when Devin said, "Yo, I'll pay you for your flight." for you to come out here and, and, and have us have a boxing match with me. 
and to and, and you block them and you do all this other kind of shit. So like I thought you were I thought you were the man's man. Like I thought you were the masculine man. You ain't even gotta pay for it. Like go out there and do it, bro. Since you're so tough. But no, you're a fucking coward. Like that. Like that's all it is. And I'm not saying like if somebody said, hey, I'll pay 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 you to come out here and box me, that I'm gonna do it. Cause like I said, I don't know how to box. I'm not gonna do it. But if I, I also don't portray myself as somebody who's like demeaning women and bashing gays and being tough and trying to be a hard ass all the time, neither. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I did just say I would blow Michael Jordan's shit out, but still. <laughs> like, right, 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 right. But he, he's being disrespectful. But like, uh, <laughs> but it, it, still, at the end of the day, that's not the personality that I portray online or in real life is like that I'm some kind of like hyper masculine, like. You know, I'm going to fuck everybody up and fuck gay people and women need to be cooking and cleaning and not working like that kind of shit. So I don't do that. So I can, I have the right to be like, yo, I'm not going to go out here and box you. I look like a fucking idiot. But if you're the person who portray yourself like that, like you're going to beat everybody ass or some shit. Because I think he said, like, I think Devin said that they talked about boxing and fighting and that he said that he had fought before. Mm. So I'm like, well, if you're going to say some shit like that and a dude offers to pay your way to come fight him. <laughs> Blocking him is not the manly response. That's the coward's response because you knew you were selling wolf tickets. So stop being a bitch, man. Like, you don't have to be fake online. Uh, just, I don't know, man. Uh, being fake online is so corny to me, man. Yeah, so he's a, yeah, he's a, he's a character. I'm curious to see how this Delvin uh, podcast goes just to see this whole question to him. Because I, I feel like he's, he, he's going to be so defensive. He's not going to really answer anything. And, like when Devin was asking, you know, asking me about, you know, questions, I'm like, the problem with me trying to think of questions to ask is, is, is hard because I don't give a fuck about them. Right. <laughs> so, you know, it's hard for me to care to ask a question of a person I don't interact with. And, you know, uh, like I don't, I, I know a response is going to be trash and there's nothing he's going to convince me otherwise with. So that's why I'm like, eh, I don't really have shit, you know, other than our conversations and shit. So. Uh, yeah, uh, quick, quick little side thing. I was just looking at Twitter right now, and I seen that Stacey Abrams was trending, and I'm like, oh, why is this happening? So I look, and apparently she's doing something with Joe Biden um, on TV uh, where they're talking about um, uh, voter registration and shit like that. And I got to say, when, when Brandon was on the podcast, I was saying that, you know, uh, Biden's VP pick is incredibly important to me. Like, I don't know what direction I'm going to go right now as far as, as voting in November, but um, Biden's BP pick is huge. And I was saying like, you know, pick a Stacey Abrams will be a huge step in the right direction for me, but uh, I'm feeling a little squeamish about her because I don't like the fact that she was when, uh, when Kavanaugh was um, trying to get that Supreme court spot and what's her face came out talking about yeah he uh he raped me back when we were in college or whatever um and everybody was like oh uh christine blasey Ford. look at me remember her fucking name um when she came out saying all that shit everybody was like oh i believe women like oh we gotta believe her fuck kavanaugh she he did that shit and as you know i have not been a proponent of i believe women or believe every woman or whatever the fuck it is i say treat every allegation seriously but don't just believe them just because they said it but if you if you brought I believe women energy, keep that same energy. And Stacey Abrams is not keeping that same energy because she wants to be vice president, and that shit irritates me. Like she's yeah. uh, she said something like I can't remember what she said, but whatever she said when she was asked about Biden shit, essentially was like I don't think he did it. And 
man, it's it's really disappointing to feel like you might have somebody who's who's real and who's genuine or whatever, but really just kind of goes with whatever the flow is at that time and doesn't actually have any real ideals or values or morals or standards. And it's like, okay, what is it? Do you believe women or not? Like, like I said, I'm not on the believe every woman train. Cause I think that's moronic, but if that's how you feel, be that all the time, be 100, believe women, support these women when they accuse politicians of assaulting them. But no, now that the dude that has you pegged as his potential vice president gets accused, now you don't believe women every more do anymore, do you? So I'm like, oh God, that yeah, really that that oh, was one of the things man, that, that came, really that was one of the things that came up about her, you know, uh I had seen a couple of weeks ago. And I don't think people are really digging her as much uh because of that. And so it'll be interesting. I mean, at this point, she's probably the front runner. Uh for for the VP, but yeah, that's definitely um, from, def, that's definitely not going to go well with a lot of people. Yeah, and and from her perspective, it's a tough spot to be in because oh, like, absolutely, you you want to do the right thing, but I mean, shit, you got career goals and uh, you lost out on being governor, but could win the vice presidency and be the first woman to be a vice president, a black woman at that. Like, man, that's a tough spot to be in. But I mean. Where are, I, I, okay, I'll, 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 I'll compare it to the situation I said earlier. Like if I got into a situation at work where I got disrespected by somebody, it's like, yeah, my job is on the line. This person's up higher than me um, and they disrespected me. But at the end of the day, you have to sleep at night with the person that you are. And I am incredibly comfortable with the decisions that I make and the person that I am, the father that I am, the husband that I am. I'm incredibly confident in that so I can sleep at night. I don't know if I could sleep at night if I allow some old ass white man to disrespect me in public, especially considering the state of this climate right now where um, white people are really feeling like I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I wanna do and nothing's gonna happen about it. I am not in the business of encouraging that right now. Like, I, I mean, I am like this past week or two, I'm not in that, I'm not in that space. Like I am tolerating nothing from white people right now. Nothing like you need to be respectful or you're going to get fucked up or you're going to get a, a really bad, you're going to have a really bad dialogue with me either way. And like, I feel like, you know, yeah, you might want to be vice president and there's a lot and she might have to set her morals aside to maybe do the greater good. Maybe she's looking at it like, okay, if I just take this nigga side, I could be vice president and I can do big things. You know, I can be the first black, woman to be in that spot. I can be the first woman to be in that spot. I can do a lot of good, great things from that. And maybe I just got to eat this right here so I can do better in the long haul. And I really hope that that's her approach. But like, man, if you truly are on this believe every woman tip and you truly feel that way, you are obligated to believe this woman that says that Joe Biden assaulted her and so if you're going to go on TV and be like, yo, I don't think he did it. Now you got to go home and you got to go to sleep at night knowing that you were supposed to be a champion for assaulted women and you stabbed that woman in the back. Like you fucked that woman over and for your, for your own self gain and, or, or possibly for the gain of the country 
And if and, and if that's how you can sleep at night, cool. But like, it couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Right. I'm not about to be out here on this podcast for 228 episodes talking about how fucked up white people have been treating black people for the past five years. Well, not five years, a couple hundred years. But, I was going to say, wait, what? <laughs> but I meant five years on this podcast. Right, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Talking about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Talking about it for five years on this podcast. And then if somebody goes, you know, hey, I heard you on What Up Though podcast, and you've been talking about how these white police been fucking up black people, how you feel about that? And maybe I got to, you know, if I say, oh, no, white people cool, and it, because I know that maybe there's a promotion for me in it at work or something like that, you know, whatever. That couldn't be me. Duh. I'm not about to be like, I'm not about to sell out. I'm not about to sell out. And she sold out. And maybe it was for, like I said, maybe it's for the greater good. Maybe she's looking eight years down the line, four years down the line. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But you ain't never, ever, ever going to catch me selling out. And you especially not going to catch me selling out black folks for white people. You definitely not going to see me do that. And you, I, if I were her, you wouldn't catch me selling out a, uh, a rape or a sexual assault victim, uh, either. So yeah, I don't know. That shit rubbed me the wrong way. And I'm not, maybe she is playing a long game, but I'm not, I'm, I am not necessarily willing to give her that benefit of the doubt. Cause that's, that's a, that's really reaching, uh, to find a reason to justify doing something shitty like that. And even if you, even if she didn't do, even if he didn't do that to her, Joe Biden, even if he didn't do that to her, that still is uh, hypocritical. Uh, Stacey Abrams to be on that believe every woman tip. And then now that, now that you got a chance to the VP, now all of a sudden you don't believe every woman, you believe the guy that's going to nominate you for vice president. So yeah. mm, ugh, yeah. not a good look at all. Yeah, so we'll 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 see. That's yeah, it's interesting. I'm I'm curious to see if she's actually going to be the the VP candidate. But it seems like she's probably had the best chance versus anybody else. I, I feel like Kamala's probably not going to get it. Um, and and since it's going to be a woman, I mean, he has what better choices to make it an actual black woman uh, if he wants to get that? I'm assuming he that would be his his in route to other black voters, you know, come November. So. Yeah. Um, if it ends up being Stacey Abrams, like I said, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm still, in a, I'm still very conflicted. We're still a ways off from having to make a decision. Uh, there's still a lot that could happen in this time. So I'm not going to commit one way or another, but if the ticket ends up being Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, it's probably not gonna, probably not gonna be where I'm casting my ballot in November. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, we had two other topics, but I wanted to just table them, and we can come back for next week if that's cool. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, yeah. So we had yeah two, and I wanted to do some more research on one of the topics I had anyway because I want to give a little more attention than just the the few. Um, the few thoughts that I had or whatever. So um, we'll do that. And um, oh, so last week was our 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 sixth anniversary of 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 the podcast. Actually, it was the ninth. So yay! <laughs> uh, as we said before, still not famous. Um, so uh, but yeah, like always, y'all could email us. Uh, uh, whatever though podcast at gmail or find our twitter at whatever though podcast and um 
Other than that, we'll catch y'all motherfuckers next week. Yep. Peace. Peace.